Prime Video channels, man. What is you're sitting there? What? What is this? Amazon Prime Video channels. Watch your favorite shows and movies anywhere, anytime. And Prime Video channels is one of the offers of Prime Video, man. When you join Amazon Prime, in addition to fast, free shipping, of course, with Prime Video channels, you can then add and watch 100 plus premium and specialty channels, all on Amazon. No cable required, man. Cut the cable. Be one of them cable cutters, cord cutters, man. Join the rest of us in the future you're only going to pay for the channels you want with prime video channels you add channels a la carte to your prime membership and then you can watch them on prime video anywhere anytime it's the prime benefit that lets you choose your channels man check it out you don't need to pay the exorbitant cable bills anymore man you could do it this way prime video channels is an amazon prime benefit in addition to fast shipping and stuff like that with amazon amazon prime you can also have great entertainment delivered to you instantly through prime video channels you create a tv lineup you love from 100 plus premium and specialty channels like showtime stars hbo cbs all access noggin pbs kids man acorn tv brit box my love my wife she loves brit box all channels start with a free trial you can start a seven day free trial on any of the channels that you haven't tried yet man it, it's kind of nuts you can only pay for the channels you want to see like if you want to watch showtime because shameless is back for a ninth season on september 9th and the sixth season of ray donovan happens october 28th get yourself some showtime what if you like hbo man then you want to watch ballers and insecure everyone tweeting about insecure right now man you can bang at hbo and then drop it until Game of Thrones comes back. This is how you get to do it. You get to pick and choose, man. Like Be like my wife. Just live on BritBox. Wish you were British. Wish you were in England watching British shows and whatnot. Go to tryprimechannels.com slash smod, S-M-O-D. Tryprimechannels, channels with two ends, dot com slash S-M-O-D. And browse more than 100 channels. That you can add a la carte, man. Just go check it out. This is what I'm doing. I ain't, I'm not paying cable bills anymore, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm all about the prime experience, man. I'm all about sitting there and going. I'm gonna do a little bit of uh, a column A, a little bit of column B. I'm gonna put this together, man. Cheaper at the, at the end of the day. Only pay for channels you want with Prime Video channels. Start your free trials of over 100 channels by visiting tryprimechannels.com/smod, man. Go check it out right now. Episode 279. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right, everybody. Welcome. Uh, working smarter, not harder. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. Uh, if you want to take part in the program, you can't want away in many ways. Uh, those of us not watching on Facebook, that can be on Twitter. Trent, why don't you tell them how they can do that? 
Yeah, yeah, you can just use the hashtag netheads, not unlike longtime friend of the program, Caper Gormel, and uh, 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 a listener who visited Logan here and even uh, the Shoshowitz podcast trivia night, uh, uh, Zalank, Z-A-L-A-N-K, Zach. Uh, just use the hashtag netheads. Oh, by the way, I got to tell you something. Zalank? Is that, oh, is see, that... that's, yeah, that's how it's pronounced. Man, no, no, I'm I, asking. I'm, I'm not. I'm I not... get all excited like Jojo, the idiot circus boy, the pretty new pet. <laughs> uh, wow, that is yeah. terrifying. How well you do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. It's a problem I have too in trivia. Like, there's words that I like know and I can read normally, but when you put a you know a phallic symbol or a phallic object in front of my mouth, all I can think is oh, uh, oh, I'm swallowing my words is that, what I'm doing there. Very important thing to remember if you ever go drinking yes. at a bar with Trent. Just keep that one in mind. Yeah, just, just put it in <laughs> put it in front of my mouth and I'll swallow whatever's there. I don't, I don't even want to know. Uh, if you are following us along on Facebook, more than likely we're not we're not looking. So uh, enjoy making your comments at our expense because uh, we won't we won't we probably won't know. Uh, I'll try yeah, and know, true. but you know I need to get Trent talking on a tear in order to even try and pull that up, but. I can probably do that because, Trent, since we had last talked, mm-hmm. you went through uh, a little bit of an experience that we like to call a con. A, a con. I, I can't yes, say a convention. Yeah, let's not say a comic con. <laughs> a, I, I would define it as a fandom, pop culture fandom convention. Okay, I accept that. I'll, I'll even yeah. take that. Uh, how did it go? So that was the uh, Salt Lake uh, City fan Fanics. conventions thingamajigger. Fanics. Fanics. Fandom convention okay, is what I look, would refer to it as legally. Okay, we get it. There was litigation. I understand. Yes. Uh, but was, how, how was it? There was a $20,000 fine, and then there was a $4 million fine. Holy was- crap. <laughs> are you are you kidding me? They had to for, pay how much? For, for, quote, wasting the court's time. Holy moly. So, so... <laughs> So they they just straight up said uh fan let's just call it fan X to make it simple yeah. Salt Lake City yeah. fan X. Um yeah. they just straight up said uh because you have utilized the court's time in a fashion that was not productive here's a big old fine for you too. Yeah, so the yeah, the original the original ruling was was $20,000 and they uh appealed it and the court was like what what is this doing back here? No, 4 million dollars. I don't I don't find that very appealing <laughs> to be honest. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Dude, it was man, it was great. We had uh for me at least the highlight, right? Was we had a a whole uh slew of people who have worked on Daredevil in the past that were there and so we were able to throw together a uh Daredevil panel. Daredevil that worked on Daredevil comics. Oh, okay. Cuz um, cuz I was going to say the yeah, the the, yeah. the the uh key feature talent you guys were counting on went into rehab. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't he was he, you know what? He's he's working on becoming a better a better Ben. Um and the the no, it was cool dude because there was also one of the dudes who who worked on it uh had uh he he headed was heading up um in the late 2000s. Uh, BET's animation uh, department, and it was because of him. Uh, this is uh, Denny's Conway. We got uh, the Black Panther animated series, which is awesome. Uh, you can watch the whole thing on on YouTube. Um, be, uh, on the Marvel, uh, on Marvel has a, a playlist in their YouTube channel of the whole thing. It's only like six episodes. It's really really good though. Um, and he also was the guy behind the Boondocks. 
Oh, very nice. Well, the Boondocks yeah. I knew about, but I never knew there was a Black Panther cartoon. See, that's the problem, right? And and he and I talked about this for quite a while. Um, BET killed it before it even launched, and so they only aired it once, starting at like two a.m. Just so that they could say that you know it, it was BET aired and property and everything else, but they had zero faith in it at all. It's awesome. They, they it's 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 not quite motion comic, but not quite. Uh, animated series it's a blend of the two oh. uh most of the cast is our african voice actors stan lee even makes a cameo in it i think it came out in like 2008 ish if i remember correctly anyway it's really good it's worth checking out i'll I'll, uh, I'll tweet it out using the hashtag netheads if anyone wants to watch it later but yeah it was really cool oh man uh had an awesome origin story told by uh one of the writers uh the guy who kind of did the the shuri storyline so in in the comics uh, about 10 years ago, Shuri became the Black Panther, right? Uh, this is Black Panther's uh, sister. Um, and it was really cool because like he he's been like a instructor of Jonathan Mayberry. he's he's a novelist. Um, he's done a few comics. he's He's an instructor in women's self-defense. And so he was like all gung ho on having like this kick-ass woman. Um, also just a cool origin story too of him growing up in in uh, rural Pennsylvania. And in in this weird like, okay, I didn't know if I was the only one hearing that or not. No, no, everybody was, but don't worry about it. It'll it'll never make the final podcast. That's a beautiful thing. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so he grew up in rural Pennsylvania, um, very segregated uh, town. And uh, lo and behold, his dad was the leader of the local KKK chapter. Oh, interesting. yeah, it was. Uh, I want to say it's. I want to say it's Fantastic Four one fifty four, uh, where the Thing and uh, Human Torch go and help uh, T'Challa because he's been arrested in. In uh, I want. I want to say it's South. Um, no, it's not South America, but it's a country um, where apartheid is taking place, and he's he's uh, arrested for it. Not South America, South Africa. Anyway, South Africa. Uh, yeah, and uh, he was like, "Whoa, what? What is this? Is weird." He was arrested just because he was black, and he went and talked to his school librarian, and she's like, "Oh, well, that's apartheid." And he's like, "What's that?" And then she like went into this whole like like thing of showing him books of what was happening at the time. You know, apartheid was still going on in South Africa, and uh, he he just talked about how like Black Panther saved his life from ending up like his dad. If his dad could see him now, he'd just be spinning in his grave. Well, he probably, I, based on that description, I'm going to say yeah. probably is. But I, you know, yeah. I, I, cool I'm, origin story though. I, I'm sorry to, uh, to to deviate slightly, um, but I, I just have to say too how how probably sad it is uh, in a statement about me that the only reason why I had any insight into uh, the ar- apartheid uh, aspect of the ongoings in South Africa uh, was because of Lethal Weapon Two. Is so, it mentioned in there? I don't even remember. It's, it's a major part of the subplot. Uh, the, Is the, it? The bad guys are operating under diplomatic immunity. Immunity. Damn right. From, yep, uh, you're right. For, so, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, yep. you know, obviously not as uh, worldly or politically uh, oriented as I am now. By the way, um, I, I, again, I, I apologize for derailing, but I just have to say as well, uh, Zelank. If I if I have my people straight, the whole reason why that was a big uh, plot point uh, when you mentioned his name, because uh, as you may or may not know, Trent, if you go to netheadsonair.com, you can find a link to our Patreon, and Zelank is our first dead Gungan. 
Yeah, he, uh, in fact, he tweeted about it. He's, he's just like, how did it take me so long to even find it? We don't talk about it that much. That's why. Well, we don't talk about it. Because we're so fantastic at promotion. <laughs> yeah. But, sir, I hold in my hand uh, every dead Gungan. If you're a subscription level of a dead Gungan monthly, uh, you will get a postcard. You will notice these are envelopes. The first run aren't going to be postcards because... Uh, I'm cheap, but uh, I have some awesome cards that are uh, thematically uh, themed. Uh, well, I guess that's a, a double uh, statement there, but they're themed based off a, I'll just say, a Jim Henson property. So you have that to look forward mm. to, sir. And if you're the only one for a while, that's one, two, three, four, five, six. You'll get the full set in six months. <laughs> nice. So uh, so it sounds like you had a good – and how was, the, uh, how was the turnout based on – for those that aren't aware, uh, Trent uh, made mention of it. Basically, there was a big uh, brouhaha around what used to be deemed the, the Salt Lake Comic Con. Yes. Uh, because uh, San Diego Comic Con kind of said, hey, Comic Con is our thing. And uh, the whole reason why I think it was a major brouhaha is because – the Salt Lake Comic Con had a car or a van or something show up that was branded Salt Lake Comic Con so that at the San Diego Comic Con. So they're like, okay, now you're really trying to associate yourself with us. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, I mean, I'm any, not, and, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. You don't have to no, no, this if you don't. Ab ab absolutely. Any, I think any lawyer will tell you, um, you know, there is, it's, uh, copyright is, is very hard to, to show especially for just a generic term like con or comic um but where you can get stuck is when you're purposely trying to create brand confusion um and they had a billboard that said you know comic con next stop salt lake city there you that go was on that was on the san diego uh, convention center exit so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean because you can you can you can buy booth space and go and advertise your con at, at san diego mm -hmm. um but yeah, so and and again, this was like four years ago. Yeah, uh, but but the uh, the results of that uh, lawsuit are going to have ramifications throughout the country. You know, like exactly. Uh, yep. I think uh, Dragon Con may be covered, but like there, you, New York went by New York Comic Con, and that will more than likely change. Um, out here in the San Francisco Bay Area, I think the major one has been in San Jose, but I think they are just rebranding themselves under, or they have been operating already under like heroes and villains or fan yep. expo mm -hmm. type things, which, yep. you know, honestly speaking, after having been through the San Diego Comic-Con experience, I mean, it really is more about uh, fan-driven and fan-powered appreciation than like, so so I think go with the fan yeah. event thing is, is kind of okay. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I was on uh, three comic book panels of maybe five that took place. Oh, in, entirely. There were oh, there were three comic book vendors there. Oh, interesting. Right? A, 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 oh, I see. From, I see. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I'm understanding and that, that, yeah, that people yeah. listening or watching may yeah. have the same understanding I do. You're just saying that at this con. Of all of the events, only a few of them were comic book themed. So, exactly. so it's not yeah. like there were only five panels at the whole convention. Thank you. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Which is which is which is why I try to use the term fandom 
right? Pop culture fandom mm-hmm. in lieu of of Comic Con because it's not a Comic Con, right? Uh, uh, it's not a convention about comics. And they really haven't been for a long time. Like I can remember uh, going to what used to be deemed like a comic book convention back in the day, and really what you found were a lot of tables with a lot of people with a lot of long boxes, so that yep. way you could do your hunt for your. Uh, actually, uh, there is a a great. God damn it, I don't know if I should say something. Let me just say there's going to be a Smodcast in the near future that has a very interesting angle on back issues uh, yes. that is uh, is coming up. And it's something I never would have thought of. But, you know, like if I were to go back, actually right now, I think the one issue uh, of any comic book that I would want to be able to go out and hunt, like let's say I were to just build a collection of this one comic book because it was my first and I had a novel idea to just collect that comic book. Let's just work in that theoretical for right now unfortunately i think the one that i most connect with and remember would probably be secret wars number eight because that was the first uh premiere of the well not really the premiere but it was the origin story of the black symbiote spider-man costume we had seen it in amazing spider-man quite a few times uh actually i think if i go back in my my spider-man history if there's any one comic book uh, and comic book cover that I would really directly connect with. It would still be an amazing Spider-Man, but it was uh, it it, and I, I don't even know the number offhand. But it was the one of note because it was an actual picture of an individual. Because the whole story was Peter Parker is going through his typical uh, difficulties in trying to find a place to get into his costume. Which, by the way, Spider-Man: Homecoming wonderfully portrayed with the back alley changing scene. Yeah. It's like, how is this kid gonna? So I think he's at an airport at the time and he's getting out of his costume, actually getting ready to travel or something. And he's in a janitor's closet. And for whatever reason, some it just so happens a, a photojournalist stumbles in and catches Spider-Man mid-change and takes a picture. And the cover of this comic book was a real picture. It wasn't a painting. It wasn't a drawing. It was an yeah. actor that was paid to portray Peter Parker being mid-change, getting caught uh change in his costume like that's the one that resonates in my mind the most but i mean you know i'm sure there are uh, a bunch of uh, episodes or uh, issues that i could relate to there was like the uh, the one where ned Leeds was was basically falsely revealed to be the hobgoblin um yes you know and and uh, what i was uh, this is a long way of saying the the black costume actually premiered it was an interesting twist because secret wars was an ongoing saga but you know suddenly every comic almost every comic book in marvel's lineup had a time jump because the heroes went away. They they suddenly right. disappeared and then just suddenly came back from our perspective a couple uh, a bit of time we're later. We're back and Spider-Man has a new costume. What? And, and we don't know why. From a marketing standpoint, you and I should really take notice of this to kind of stuff because that's <laughs> that's genius type of thing. Uh, by the way, Trent, happy Batman Day. Is it the 27th? No, today's the 15th, and it's recognized as Batman Day as well. There are multiple Batman Days. There's multiple (laughs) Superman Days. Just go with it. Sure, it's fine. Uh, And as a matter of fact, if you're listening to this and you're in the Southern California area, you probably still have the ability to get tickets for Fat Man Beyond Live, the very first Fat Man Beyond, the rebranded Fat Man on Batman uh, that they're celebrating on. Uh, Batman Day uh, down there at the Skim and Villainy Cantina. Uh, Villainy Cantina. So go ahead and take that uh, in if you can. So anyway, if, if I were to collect anything, I think it would be that uh, that one issue. But I also think now that would be a very costly issue to try and. I, I'm not sure if that one would be what they would call like a a, a wall a wall comic or what's the term? Because it, it's going to be a, a comic that's bagged and boarded up on the wall. It's more yeah. costly. Yeah. Wall boarded, um, no, not yeah, waterboarded. That's torture. No, no, no. Yeah, definitely not. It is. 
Yeah. Uh, no, it, it, I mean, it's it's still available. It's it's uh, with the new Venom uh, movie coming out. It might be more collectible now than it has been in the past. But I saw a couple of them come through my shop at, at one point, and and uh, I mean, they sold quickly. But there there's there's enough of them out there. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely one of the ones I would I would want to grab. Actually, I think in my recent collection, because I was always bad with uh, with back ordering, which I'm sure is a pain that you felt uh, when you were running Death oh, Ray Comics. So hard. So hard. You know, because you've got you 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 want the the benefit of knowing people are going to come in and get the comics, but if you're pulling orders and they don't come in, uh, you know, on what you would consider a decent schedule, uh, that's just that's uh, money sitting. You know, you gotta you right. gotta sell them biscuits, right? What's the term? You gotta move Absolutely. the donuts, whatever. Move them sausages. There you go, the sausages. And I I love sausage. Anyway, Me um, too. boy, I'm glad I did that nice and isolated for everybody to capture. <laughs> um. But uh, I, I wouldn't pick them up in an orderly fashion, and I know that in the recent comic history, one of the more popular first-run issues in the uh, Spider-Man uh, collectible area had been the uh, President Obama cover, and yes, uh -huh. I actually yeah. have one of those, but... My long box had no lid. It was in a garage with uh, it, oh. that it, where it, you know. So whatever. Yeah. Eh. You yeah. know, it, I'm I'm I'm. They're not an investment. They're for my own edification. It's true. It's true. Even though I do have an amazing Spider-Man number three hundred. I've discussed that before on the show, and that's like the first. I think it. I think that's the first Eddie Brock uh, Venom issue. Yes. Anyway, neither yep. here nor there. So so uh, getting back to it. How was turnout after the whole rebranding at the con? Was it about the yeah. same? Yeah, uh, 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 it was. It was the. It was a smaller Saturday than there has been in the past. the 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 Thursday was big. The Friday felt big. The Saturday was noticeably smaller than it has been in the past. Um, as 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 a as a patron, you know, as, as someone walking the aisles, it was kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, that's the one thing that's kind of unique about that uh, particular fan event. Am I using the yeah. right term? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there is no Sunday at the convention because it's Utah, and Sunday is the Lord's Day, Trent. So, right. um, you know, Sabbath. Yeah, Sabbath. Yeah, whatever, man. So. <laughs> You're talking to the to the. I don't roll. I don't roll on fucking Shabbos. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, my friend. Fair enough. Um. Oh, by the way, I gotta I gotta get the box. The I, I think there's something in one of the loot crates I should get to you because it was it's literally a big Lebowski pin. Oh. Um. But it's the loot crate one. Neither here nor there. We'll talk about that later because I've got a loot crate. I've been waiting to unbox with you because you know there's nothing more fun in an audio podcast than unboxing uh, something and, and revealing the contents to just the guy on the other end, end of the phone, basically. Um, That's nothing I like more than seeing what's in your box. <laughs> you're a dirty man. Remember, we're on Facebook right now. It's a family place. Um, I, I know. Oh, I know, uh, dude. We don't. We don't want to get uh, Alex Jones. Oh my gosh. Okay. Stick a pin on that in that because okay. I want I want you to be able to speak to that as well. Uh, Stuck. So what I was saying with that fan event, though, is that it's kind of unique because there is no Sunday. So Saturday has both the benefit of being the first day weekend, but also or the first weekend day yeah. of the show. But also it has the detriment of being the last um, the last day of the con, which traditionally yeah. is your slower day. Right. So. Yeah. It was just it, it's it's just interesting because uh, 
um, yeah, you're right. Uh, and this is again, this is the weekend after Labor Day. School has already oh. started for all the children, right? Um, but it just again, it just blew me away the Thursday and Friday to see how many parents took their kids out of school. <laughs> And I don't know if that was a preemptive strike, so they didn't have to deal with Saturday because everyone's like wise to how it is now. Additionally, they did also have, um, aside from the aforementioned uh, person who wasn't able to make the con, they had other people uh, drop out last minute too. Uh, Paul Rubens uh, didn't end up coming, uh, which Ew. was kind of like if I were if I were to get a photo off with someone, it would probably be Paul Rubens. Like I I would probably, I mean I've never forked up the money for a photo op, but if I did it. He's he might be on that list. Well, I, th I would um, say he's definitely iconic enough to where you know you'd want to have you know. Look, I, I was never a fan of Jerry Springer, but I do have a, a a framed Polaroid of me standing with Jerry Springer somewhere. Right. Yeah. Because it's right? Jerry Springer. Yeah. Um. And then um. Oh crap! What's her name? She's been on uh, uh, the last two seasons of Luther. Or no, the the not this last season, but the season before and the season before that of Luther. And then she's also the the Cylon. Uh, the sexy Cylon on the reboot. Oh, um, uh, Katie, I forget her last name. No, Katie Sackoff played uh, Starbuck. You're thinking of? She... I know which one Say... you're talking about. The, I know, we always well... refer to the the Cylon in the red dress, and and I'm yeah. I, I'm ashamed we don't know this. You and know this what? is the reason I... why the Webernets are nice because usually they can tell us these things. I know. Uh, Katie Sackoff. She was supposed to be there, and I. So maybe one. Katie didn't make it. Maybe the other one did. I'm not sure. Regardless, there were uh, there were a few people who dropped out. Um, whether or not that that affected sales or not, I have no idea. But I'll tell you who did come, and that was uh, Tim Curry. Um, and, Whoa! And just, yeah, and just just trying to be like as as sensitive as possible. My friend that 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 got a photo op with him and is a huge Rocky uh, horror picture fan. Um, I just said so like. I mean, how how vocal is he? He's like, oh, dude, he was he's pretty with it, like able to like, you know, say thank you, I I appreciate you coming, stuff like that. So really, yeah, because yeah. he he did have some health issues. I don't know, is he is he wheelchair bound now? He, or, yes, yeah. He, he, he yeah he, he is in a wheelchair, but um, but yeah, he's he's still making the rounds and stuff. It, uh, if I remember right, he was in a, I think it was NBC did a a live musical production that he was in. The, it was something that he had been in the past. It was a couple of years ago. Like well, I mean, right after. I mean, Fox did have a uh, their was own revival of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, yeah, and and he made a cameo in it in his in 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 that state that he's in now. So I I mean he's he's doing you know not hundred percent, but he's but he's 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 you know he's getting out. He's meeting fans and stuff. And that's good. That's good to hear. Absolutely. Um, by yeah, the way, sure. I'm, I'm I apologize. I'm officially done with my coffee, so now I got to put the uh, the trays back in. So I had a few moments sounding normal. Now we're back to me sounding like a mush mouth. Uh, well, <laughs> I wonder then. It almost sounds like the con may have suffered from its own reputation, and and that's the reason why it may have had a slower Saturday. Maybe, maybe, or or you know, maybe it's it's con fatigue, you know, or or maybe maybe still having a ginormous amount of people as a win. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? it, 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 it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, it was a slow day, but it was still a whole bunch of people, so we're happy. Yeah, yeah and, but they were still, you know, just rolling around in a big bed of filthy money at the end. Yeah, which I'm sure they are, because really, well, and, you know, I, that's the thing that I, I do feel for it when it comes to, like, these major events, because... You know, it's kind of a blessing and a curse when somebody drops out because it is, okay, totally. well, we're going to have to refund any of the, the special photo ops or anything, but yep. 
one less hotel, one less set of travel right. arrangements and everything else. And as long as everybody gets to uh, gets to uh, get their their money back and, you know, if it's time enough to cancel, that's a good thing. But yeah, the amount of, of money that conventions have to put out in order to operate the convention is probably insane. But at the same time, when you think about it, uh, you know, they're still making money. So uh, the amount of money to be made must be triply insane, you know, to be oh, able to move yeah. forward with the investment. Not to mention, you know, even in the time I was able to go to, to this event uh, under the previous brand, you know, I was amazed at the number of people that did turn out. You know, it's definitely an environment where that outlet it has been needed for people, I guess is the best yeah. way to put oh, it. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. You, you, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're like, and in that same vein, um, be, because Utah does have this, this um, I don't know, this this case of uh, conformity in, in the popular culture of, of the predominant um uh, uh religious culture and and so there's there's a a sense of not being able to like put your stamp on things because everyone else is is so similar um the, you like the salt lake area it's it's haunted houses are knucking futs dude <laughs> it is it is unbelievable like like so so the haunted house is already running right like and and they are insane. There were and there were a couple of uh, of ha- uh, haunted uh, houses that were uh, that were uh, advertising there. Had booths set up and like just good lord, the, the extent that they would like went in just into their advertising of what what they were going to have was frightening as hell. Um, check back a couple of seconds. We were just talking about uh, people that came uh, to the convention. Ew. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I stayed in a hotel downtown. Um, the hotel I stayed in was great. It is uh, a, a block away from the um, park where most of the people without homes spend their time. Um, and in between the hotel and that park is the state-run liquor store, the only place to buy hard liquor uh, in Utah is state liquor store. So uh, I went in there to grab a few beers after I think it was the second night um, and lo and behold, uh, Austin Amelio uh, and Stephen Ogg of The Walking Dead season eight and seven <laughs> were in there, right? And it was, dude, it was so funny because they sent, they like, they had their, um, they had uh, Fanex security with them. So you know, just two buff dudes in black t-shirts that said t- that said security. And I swear to God, I was the only person in a packed liquor store that even knew who in the fuck these two white dudes were. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's always i mean it's not like it was you know it's not like it was norman Reedus. you know what i'm saying right yeah yeah yeah. but it, and it was funny too because like Stephen Ogg, like he's got like you know like he's you know he, he's got the crown of, of the balding and then all the back and the hair is just like like out and crazy like it looks like he's you know just you know had a rough day or whatever they just look like, like two normal dudes um and you know but between like the the security guards those two and myself you know we made up the white population in the in the liquor store. <laughs> it was just I don't know. It was just funny to me to see like these security guards with these guys around a ton of people who could give a shit less about who they were. Yeah. Well, man, but well, did you at least did you at least say hey or or something? No. no I, no, I mean, I, just, I yeah. see at least, I, and I kind of get that too because. Uh, through my unique access for the Comic Con, you know, I was relatively close uh in proximity to quite a few actors from one of the few tv shows i will spend my time 
watching live, and that's the CW's uh, The Flash. And, oh, right. And, you know, the most I could ever muster. And mind you, there were even times when I, was, I wasn't I was even in gen pop, if you will. I was in an opportunity right. where you could walk up and say, hey. And the most I could say is, hey, Grant, love the show. Or, or right. hey, Carlos, love the show. And that's yeah. all I could muster because I'm just like, it's the flash. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I, I, I honestly, I was more, uh, I, I was, I, I would have loved to like ha- to have talked to him because I, I, I honestly believe like, uh, Stephen Ogg is like a standout actor. Like everything that he's in, he's he's not unlike Negan, and just like he kind of commands the scene and everything that he's in. Anyway, or at least in, in that series, I was I was more afraid of like uh, putting like the security guards like on edge of being like, what we, we got one move, move on it, move on it. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Like, like, cause I'm sure, you know, you're kind of, you're taking that job cause you can, you can handle shit when it goes down, man. And I, I don't want to give them a reason to like, Oh, we got a crazy, we got a crazy in overalls over here. Yeah, move along. Grizzly Adams. <laughs> Come on, big Ben. Yeah. Uh, time to, time to, time to get it moving. But, uh, so it sounds like it was a good experience, though. That's nice. it was, man. It was it, it was it was good, and it, it was great too because I only had uh, in, in past I've had upwards of of twelve panels, and this time I only had three. They were all on the last day, so the first two days I was able to get um, just kind of talk to comic artists and and get some um, commissions done, uh, and, and so it was it was very relaxing. I, I took it as my summer vacation. I and that's a well and it really was too because yeah. regardless of what the temperature is, you were staying in a hotel, so I'm sure that yeah. AC went way the oh, hell down. It was a nice 66 degrees the whole time. You're all sweet blessed air conditioning. I love you. In fact, I turned it I turned it down to as low as it would go, which was 62 because damn, there those those feather comforters are so hot. Yeah, man. yeah, it really uh, the, the, the down comforter or Almost any type of covering they have in hotels are so dense that you it really is you're like, okay, I I don't want to be completely bundled up, but I do need more than just the thin top sheet. And yeah. and in this case, uh the only other thing you're offering me is a gigantic sweat blanket. So Yeah, I mean and, and granted I've been acclimated throughout the summer to sometimes use a sheet. Mm-hmm. On top. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sometimes. I mean, that's at home, you know. That's where, right. Yeah. Where... So I'm just saying it was it was you know kind of a uh, uh, a physical jump for me to to you know bundle up. Yeah, but at least you had the opportunity, and that's oh, what's dude. important, my friend. It was great. I'll t- I'll tell you what was not great. Well, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think I think so. That uh, I stayed at uh, I I believe the company is S R G. It's it's the Marriott's uh, conglomerate, right? So so basically any any three-star plus hotel you go to is either owned by uh hilton or marriott regardless of what the title is right Mm -hmm. um and uh they just do not plan on anyone watching television anymore (laughs) oh really (laughs) there were there were maybe maybe seven hd channels Mm -hmm. uh the local channels in standard def um and that was about it well, hell's bells, man. Yeah, I, you know, I think I, I kind of went through the same thing in uh, San Diego. There wasn't a lot. I think they really count on people using their own media now in yep. order to do that. By the way, I just want to do a quick shout out, especially since I'm watching on Facebook right now. Happy belated birthday to uh, Lee uh, Velas- Leroy Velasquez. Z Digital 13 on Twitter. Happy birthday, sir. Uh, always thinking about you. Always appreciating you. Um yeah, San Diego, it was the same kind of thing. I really think that they just count more on people using the internet 
or they realize that there aren't a lot of people that are like hunkering down in a hotel room to uh, hope, you know, like I think at most, the, the only thing I watched was uh, like late at night. I was just trying to stay awake because my kid was getting in the shower and I don't know, as a parent, I feel like I should yeah, be here. awake while they're awake. Um, yeah. Not that I expected her to like sneak out and go down to the hotel bar to try and score a drink <laughs> or something. I don't know. And so I temporarily, and, and this is kind of timely in a weird way, I temp I caught like the last 20 minutes of Smokey and the Bandit, the original, which... Oh, nice. And yeah, and I've talked about it before. Timely. Yeah, timely. right. It's given with, with given the, everything. Yeah. Really, and you know, that's the kind of thing we're going to keep uh, hitting against now. You and I are, are we're men of a certain age. Uh, me a little more it's weird, so than man. you. And, it's yeah. weird, though, right? Yeah, Tim Curry's in a wheelchair. Burt Reynolds has passed. Uh, it's it's dude, it's just one of those things because like we're all gonna die, right? Like that's 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 and, and you know and and Kevin has talked about this way more eloquently than than I ever could. But you know that's that's why we can connect to to pieces of media sometimes because it, we're we're trying to make sense of our own impending doom. Um, and so, you know, in, in, when, when I would see, uh, you know, celebrity deaths affect my parents, I'd just always be like, fucking 87 years old, get over it. Like everyone's going to die, you know? And now when, when, when someone dies that I like, feel like I have like a connection to it, it it's like, oh shit, I'm never going to see that or this or that again from them. You know, I, I'm never going to have that shared experience with them again. It's, it's jarring, man. Well, yeah. And I, I know that I personally didn't have much of a vested interest in seeing Quentin Tarantino's movie about the, um, the Manson family. Uh, but hearing that Burt Reynolds had been cast into it had, had, had made, it piqued my interest. So I'm kind of bummed that we didn't get to see that. But if you listen to the latest episode of Smodcast, uh, director Adam Rifkin got to do a movie with um with, oh, with Burt Reynolds, which apparently is amazing. So the, listen to yeah, the podcast I, and then check out the movie. I haven't seen it, but the way the way Kevin introduces uh, Rifkin, I mean, I, he even tears up at one point talking about this the the last movie star. Mm -hmm. Um, like it's it's on my cue now because it's it sounds really impactful. In fact, it's funny because uh. I I I not unlike Kevin remember watching Smokey and the Bandit and my mom giving my dad kind of these dirty looks and him just grinning because he loved it so fucking much that he, that he was like letting his kid watch it. My mom was kind of a prude when it came to like media and stuff that we watched. So I, I totally could understand like where he was talking about like, you know, Burt Reynolds was was my old man's actor. Right. Um, yeah. Just super interesting. Yeah. And, and you know, I got to say, though, you know, Smokey and the Bandit. Didn't really age well. I mean, <laughs> not the world's greatest movie, no. if you will. Uh, no, uh, you know, no. As, and and you know, as a, as a sound guy, I'm like, you know, why is it that so many of these <laughs> state troopers sound exactly the same? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Um, but you know, it it it, uh, it it still doesn't matter. I mean, Burt Reynolds, it, it was it, without a doubt a just a a. Uh, an icon, uh, realistically speaking, um, you yeah, know, very Kevin... prolific uh, through many eras of film and entertainment. And yeah, I think if any one thing, uh, I think uh, if, if you've heard the way Kevin ever does an intro on a Smodcast, I think Ugh. everyone only hopes that one day they <laughs> might get an intro from Kevin Smith about them. Realistically yeah. speaking, oh my god! Yeah, I want no, somebody. I want somebody no to talk about me the way Kevin Smith talks about people. 
Yep. Yeah. I, I I could not agree with you more. Yeah, but let's stop plugging the network. Hey, Trent, uh, we are netheads. We're supposed to be tech oriented, so let's get into a little bit of tech. Uh, I am sure that regardless of whatever uh, hole you've been hiding in, uh, recovering from uh, the fan event, as you describe it, you yes. probably caught wind that there was a little bit of a, some upgrade announcements coming out of a certain company in the Cupertino area of yes. California. And I got to tell you, uh, I, I I talked about this with uh, Rebel Stoke Jim the other night. Sorry, I cheated. Don't uh, judge me. Um, Daddy's not mad. I hope not. Uh, I, I really, uh, looking at it objectively speaking, uh, the only things that from my perspective Apple was able to bring to the table, whether they were talking about their watches or their phones, is really edge-to-edge screens, faster yep. processors, better cameras that's it yes all right granted you can do an ecg or ekg whatever you want to call it via a watch now which is amazing but you know i'm more concerned about you know off rhythms uh and it mine already does that i I just know that you know i have been an apple fanatic for quite some time but i got to tell you yeah i didn't see a single thing that motivated me to want an upgrade not one. But again, isn't isn't this the modus operandi for the S models of of iPhones, right? Like anytime they do an S update, mm-hmm. it's not a true update, right? It's 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 never an OS update. It's uh, at at best a couple of tweaks on on the hardware. But when I think of an S, you know, like if you're looking at like um, cars and motorcycles. This is like the sport version, right? This is the one that's supposed to haul freaking balls, but it's 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 not. It doesn't. No, right? no, it's all about speed. And and who knows what they'll make for the next announcement? I mean, my upgrade cycle puts me at mid June next year, so obviously, uh, it's good. None of this applies to me. But I'm also starting to think that I'm more into the the smart home when it comes to my tech addiction than uh, sure. than my phone because my phone already covers the basic bases for me. Uh, my right. watch does exactly what I need it to, which is alert me to messages from my phone from people that need me to know information right away. I mean, I've got right. everything I need, and until I run into battery performance, uh, yep. I'm not marketable. But Jim brought up a good point, too. Kind of ballsy, straight up calling a model XS. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, neither did I. Oh, wow. Because it truly is nothing but excess. That's That's all it is. Interesting, man. Well, and what you just described, what you just just described is a uh, tech marketer's worst nightmare. Someone who is happy with their current product. Yeah, exactly. And and you hit on the one thing, the one thing that will always bite us in the ass as consumers— battery life yeah because the phones i i mean uh, granted battery life is much better than it's ever been they are, they could be better they are designed to fail right it's 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 not a it's not unlike tire manufacturers in in formula one or in nascar the the tires are designed to wear out to force the cards to come in and pit to make things more interesting phones are designed to eventually have a life that can no longer be sustained so that you have to upgrade. But let's look at the interesting ways that the companies take that into account. I think Apple, even after battery gate, they are still kind of reliant on the battery approach because they don't reverse 
they don't backwards compatible themselves out of relevance as much as they used to uh, because, you know, they've got all these decent running processors. Uh, right. Whereas in the Android market, who doesn't have as large of a market share as Apple, they are more accommodating in most models with being able to have an extra battery and a, a battery you can switch out, whereas Apple has locked it down. You've got no choice. It's uh, yep. It's that battery or a new phone, basically. That's it. Yeah, so exactly, and it's it's interesting because as much as I've bitched and complained about the uh, Droid Turbo that I have and freaking hate, it still works. I've had it since 2015. I want something new, but it still works. I always have. I'm like I'm 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 very rarely ever not next to my laptop uh, or a tower. You so, know, bitch, it, don't look. Don't lie to me. Cause white now guy problem. Don't say these things because it just goes to show how many times you're ignoring me in the goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> that said, but, but the, so, so the, that is a good point, though. The problems that I do have, and this is so bizarre, and it's just I, with this phone and my carrier, uh, Verizon, who normally in, in the, the Intermountain West is the juggernaut, right? Um, everyone's piggybacking off of them. Uh, when I'm on campus, I don't know what it is when I'm at work. I have no, like if I'm not logged in on my computer, uh, through the, the Verizon messaging app, I don't get anything. I don't get calls. I don't get texts or anything. Um, and then for it to, uh, realign with, uh, towers, once I leave, I ha I can't just tell it to realign. I have to turn my phone off and back on again. It's, it's, it's been a, a huge major problem. Uh, there's nothing they can do that they've said that that'll fix it. I'm I'm I really want to switch to another provider and pick up the OnePlus uh OnePlus 5. So and I can't even remember you're saying a bunch of numbers now and it's confusing. <laughs> um, I uh I remember uh, actually I've still got it here uh the uh whatever uh phone that I had when I was on the uh, Google Fi program or Fee Fee 5 yeah. oh, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the things that uh, I felt, and, and I still kind of do, in some ways it is intrusive, but I like the way that Apple does have such great integration with their products. If I'm sitting yeah. at my laptop, it doesn't matter if you text me from your Android phone, Right. as long as my mobile phone and that computer are on the same network, I'm going to get your text message on any one of my devices. Um, yeah. And I know that when I was on Fi, I kind of had that because it wasn't it. You know, if people would use Google Messenger or whatever their instant messaging product is now, I, I would be able to get those on my phone within the same area. Although I had to actually make a, that dividing line because I, I it forced me to it's use too much. one messaging product versus the other messaging product available on the phone, and I found that one handled the job better. Whereas Apple doesn't give you a choice; it's all or nothing in there. Right. Right. But but their uh, collaborative uh, messaging, I guess, is the best way to put it, or their or or their uh, what is, what is the term for that when they you're going cross platform on devices all using the same thing. I, I don't know. I can't. It's not coming to my mind because, like you said, you put these microphones in front of our heads and we come idiots. Yeah, and all uh, you think is oh yeah, oh, just stop. Oh. Don't do swallowing that. Swallowing our words. We're swallowing our oh, words. Oh, okay. That's what I that's not yeah. what I thought you were doing. Yeah. I no, thought we were absolutely. gonna get kicked off Facebook again. <laughs> um, 
no, no. Uh, but but anyway, their their system integration and being able to have everything available through through everything is very beneficial for me. So that I do like, and and the way I get my notifications now, it all works good. Uh, but you know, uh, to a certain degree, it would be nice to know that if I am texting you and you're at a tower, that you are also or your computer. That you're still getting that message on your computer, right. too. Not that I'm openly harassing you. I mean, I only send you a few. I mean, compared to how I used to be, I only send you a few messages. Yeah. Now my, like now my it's, wife it's gets only, all the pain. It's only a few unwanted pictures of your genitalia. But one. One. I limit myself to <laughs> one at a time now. I'm joking, folks. Will is not is not assaulting me digitally, okay? It's, it's a joke for, for comedic effect. It landed poorly. I accept that. No, it didn't land poorly. I liked it. Um, uh, But... <laughs> But no, look, seriously speaking now, we live in a time where you do have to clarify that. I mean, you can't joke about certain things. What was it that uh, something had come out where somebody was joking about something, but it was taken very seriously? Oh, uh, the whole James Gunn thing. Never mind. But, you know, that's a perfect example of making controversial statements for the sake of whatever uh, form of entertainment you think you're trying to generate and it backfiring. I mean, could that comment alone get us kicked off of Facebook or kicked off of YouTube or something else for making that suggestive comment? We don't know If, if the right person sees it and is offended enough and wants to put enough effort into it. Yes, we work. God, I love WeWork, man, because that's where our offices are. That's how much I love WeWork, man. We put the Smodco offices in there. Um, this is ingenious. Like, I was shocked uh, by w- how awesome WeWork is. You don't need to, like, back in the day when I started VSQ, like, I was renting a space and putting my business in there and paying these r- ridiculous rents and stuff. WeWork, man, does that. I wish WeWork had existed when I started VSQ. I would have got me a WeWork office, man. They provide solutions for companies of any size, from a single person who wants a hot desk, working in a communal area, not a dedicated office, to companies of any size. Some companies take out full floors of buildings with WeWork, man. It's a great solution for production companies and other creatives, like having a writer's room in a more vibrant environment, man, or using WeWork as a base for production when filming outside of your hometown. They got food there. They got drinks there. It is, it's like, it, it's heaven. It looks like Tom Hanks' apartment in Big. Like, you're like, how can anyone get any work done, man? But they're getting it done. They just make it comfy there for you. And you're not paying these exorbitant rents if you were taking it on yourself. Some places like, you got to put in two years. Now, WeWork, man, they're almost everywhere now and growing fast. Vancouver, Atlanta, Poland, Australia, and 20 other countries, man. Over 270 locations. Make sure you got to check this out, man. WeWork is, if you're remotely into starting a business, WeWork, man, is just it. It's the place to be. It's an ingenious idea. Go to a WeWork location and check it out, man. Become a member at WeWork. To get up to 20% off at WeWork, go to my page at we.co slash Kevin. We.co slash Kevin, man. That's we.co slash Kevin. I'm telling you, if you're even remotely thinking about getting an office, WeWork is the way to do it, man. You're surrounded by real people. You're surrounded by real people with real cool ideas and whatnot in a very cool looking place and it's affordable as hell. Um, check it out, folks. Don't believe me. Go heavens, man. You go to we.co slash Kevin. Kevin, you're going to find out, man. You're going to get 20% off. Go figure. Do it up, man. We work. It's the only way to work. Now, speaking of which, let's let's take that pin back out now. We've talked about tech. We've talked about technology. 
we've got the bases covered. Um, well, somewhat. I'm still kind of torn on this on Anki Vector robot. I don't know if you recall me bringing this no. up before. Uh, so ANKI.com, if you go to it, they've got a little robot called Vector, okay? And it has uh, track wheels is the appropriate term. Same type of technology oh, that the tank right. uses. Yes. You yeah, know, yeah. it's got belt-driven uh, propulsion. Yep. Uh, it is an artificial intelligence mini robot. It's about, you know, yay big. It's not very yep. big at all. And, and about, I, about the size of like a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, maybe a little bit smaller. And it's kind of yeah. a brother to their other uh, product, which was a little uh, thing, a little device you could program called Cosmo. So you could program this robot to do things. So this is like the Cosmo. next extension. Like the, like the Mogwai? Yeah, no, no, no. That Mogwai, no. What was his, his name was Gizmo. Nice. Try, oh, you're though. right. Damn it, you're right. Yeah, Cosmo's the dog in the Marvel universe. Exactly. Um, so, so this little guy, though, I like. I was really entertained by the concept, and you know, they said that in in development, they tried to focus. If you're going to have a robot, you got to, you need to make it, uh, and it's supposed to be uh, for companionship, not that kind, you dirty buggers. Um, <laughs> Ooh, hey, and push hard enough, it'll fit. No, no, it, not on this little guy. At least I hope not, or, or you got more issues, my friend. You're going to have to work up to it, that's for sure. Uh, so with this, though, it, you know, yeah, they figured you have to have certain, like, primary drivers. And they can't make emotions yet, but we can do certain things. So, like, with this, they kind of went with the focus of it's it's driving uh, it, the things that, that that drive its primary functions are – it wants to help you, so it, it wants to be helpful, and it's curious, so it has those things. But realistically speaking, when it all came down yeah. to it, uh, you also really, in general, don't want it to run around your house. You're going to have it more kind of like a tabletop robot, if you will. So I realized, wait a second, I'm, I'm obsessed with this little guy that's about 200 bucks. Uh, but realistically speaking, it's an Echo Dot on wheels, is what it really is. Thank you, thank you. And... Okay, so so I, you use two words that I think are important in in uh, di you know unpacking a little bit, right? Um, you said it wants to be helpful. That's how how they are marketing it to us, and how we are interpreting its uh, algorithms and learning capabilities as helpful, right? Mm -hmm. It does not feel right. It is programmed to serve a purpose, right. which we interpret as being helpful. Uh, curious, right? It uh, is programmed to acquire new information and interpret that. If you want to call that curious, that's fine. It doesn't have an innate desire to uh, understand its uh, surroundings as a sense of understanding its place in the universe, right. which is what I would consider to be curious, right? So, so, so AI is such a, like, people get so freaked out by this term AI, and, and it's, uh, it's, it's unpacking, like, kind of, how it thinks, quote unquote, you know, like any computer, right? Uh, we we can demystify <laughs> the the scariness, you know, of, of whatever cable news network mm -hmm. is is trying to frighten us about the new AI that's right. coming out. And and with this in this particular little guy's case, they did recently release another video that I thought was kind of funny because uh, a couple months ago they just ran into a scenario where they had two of these little guys on the same desk. And it, it knows to go home to its charging station, right? So it can track yeah. its way back to that. Um, or it's been programmed to. Let me use your terminology to make sure I'm on correctly. <laughs> no, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I mean, we can use whatever terminology you want, but just so that we're not like 
scaring ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But but they had this funny situation where they they told it, okay, uh, you know, Vector, go home. And in this case, you got two two robots trying to go back to one docking station. Right. And, and what they ended up discovering is that some of even though it it does not have the ability to recognize another one vector can't recognize another vector. It has no type of communication between the two. But it did have certain subroutines that kind of dictated some innate behaviors, kind of like how uh, what it does when it encounters an object or when it is bumped. So you kind of had this really slow-moving, very, very low-profile wrestling match between two little robots <laughs> trying to go for the same ramp. Uh, and, and it was cute, but it really makes you think about these things. Uh, but, you know, the device itself, it requires an internet connection. It's got to be connected to the cloud so that way it can do things. It can look up the right. weather for you and the like. Uh, but really, it's just an Echo Dot on wheels. So why would I get this other than having a little robot that'll tool around my desk and, and just do because, things? Because it looks it looks like a skid steer, like a like a, a mm -hmm. bobcat or caterpillar track rubber uh, rubber track skid steer, and Wally had a child. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It is just and adorable. This, and this is the the product of of ro robot. Uh, uh, skid steer fucking. Hey, hey, hey! Watch. I mean, watch doing the, yeah, they were, There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there. I I said my my piece about the Anki uh, vector, even though I still want one. Um, even though it'll just tool around. I mean, because realistically speaking, it's like I, I can you can say you know, hey Vector, what's the weather outside? Or you can say, hey Echo, what's the weather outside? Or uh, Alexa, what's the weather outside? And she'll. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, are are you are you getting the 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 smoke haze still? No, actually, the other day my wife took notice of the fact that the sky just looks so beautiful because we could actually see the sky uh we could you yeah know, right there wasn't smoke Ugh. you could uh you could see the nearby mountain uh, you had visibility greater than two or four miles so yeah it's it's been nicer obviously uh but i like i from all from what i understood at the height of all the fires in california and washington everything that was also streaming over to you know being carried by the wind into the utah area as well like so you were seeing them in salt lake as well right yes i mean the greater salt lake area yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the Cache Valley. Quote-unquote Wasatch Front, um, Wasatch Mountain Range. Yeah, and we've got a ton of fires going on around here. So today it's it's still fairly foggy or sm smoky. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, it just makes me hungry. I feel like everyone is now uh, barbecue or beef jerky, and I want to I take a bite. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not beef jerky. That's... Uh... <sighs> Yeah, calm down there, Ace. Mm, you got a pretty chunk of cheek right there. I'd like to just slather it up and just take a chunk out of it and chew on it for a while. Mm, and some fried taters and mustard. Mm -hmm. Can I mute you from here? I... <laughs> Sorry. I, 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 Starting I to frighten. You know, I, I was thinking I, I was doing I, I good with losing. I blade for a second. <laughs> I, don't go full sling blade. I, you know, I've been feeling good about weight loss. I thought my, my, you know, I thought I was looking a little more narrow along here. And now you're talking about like frying up my cheeks and serving them like jerky. I'm frightened, man. Um, 
chewing them like bubble gum. Okay, so speaking of James Gunn, let's let's take that pin back out of the board and talk about something else that I I feel personally, given the content and the real world activities of the audience, is way overdue. Although I am open to hearing the counter argument from anybody that that was a fan, I guess is one way to put it. But okay. Um, that is the fact that uh, basically Alex Jones has been kicked off of almost every single platform of social media yes. as as yes. Infowars. Um, do you think this is appropriate, Trent? Oh, wow. Okay, so everyone gets upset, right? Um, not everyone, but, you know, it, 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 people get upset because it's it's well, is it free speech? Is it is it, you know, he should be able to uh, uh, be able to say what he wants, even if he's bullying people, they have the the opportunity to, to step away from that, this, that and the other. Um, the what I think most people need to understand uh, not not unlike the great South Park episode that we watched where we saw uh, the human centipede, uh, you have to understand that these organizations are not public utilities, right? Um, this is, uh, albeit a publicly traded entity, it is still a, a uh, private enterprise. It is not a public utility owned by the government and therefore does not... Uh, have to adhere to standards. If everyone read their uh, agreements before they said yes, uh, poor little Stan wouldn't have had to eat the cuttlefish uh, as it came out of the 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 gentleman in front of him's rear end. You know, um, why? What? What? <laughs> so when, uh, that episode uh, was, was of South Park was on. Uh, okay when I was in the hotel. So it reminded me, but you know, it, it is, it's all about service agreements. Right. And it is, it is a private uh, company, right? Like, and so they reserve the right, not unlike any other, uh, 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 place to not make your freaking cake. All right. Let's put it, let's put it in that parlance, right? If you, if you reserve the right to not make a cake for a couple's wedding, because you don't agree with their, um, their their marriage, uh, then they can agree to not let you on their platform if they don't agree with what you're saying. It sucks, right? Because you you, you it's it's so big that you feel like it is a public uh, utility that everyone should have access to, but it's not. No, definitely not. And that's uh, the way this has happened has been kind of funny to sit back and watch as uh, two guys who are very much not part of the Alex Jones demographic. I think that's the, the safest way to put it. He, um, sure. I don't cotton to his conspiracy theories. I don't cotton to his approach. You know, I, I know that I don't think there's ever been something we have done via our podcast or videos that has encouraged somebody to discharge a weapon inside of a pizzeria. Sure. Um, I don't think we've ever done anything that has caused people to harass other people out in the real oh, world. People um, that have gone through, without a doubt, the most difficult thing that a parent can go through. Yeah, it, it, things I can't even conceptualize, right? nor do I want oh. to. Um, so so for me, though, it's been very amusing to watch the way this has unroll, unraveled because... Um, yeah, there was certain pressure, I think, that started to get applied from those who would be referred to as the left 
that was kind of the the preemptive motivation here. First it was I think first it was iTunes, then it was Facebook, then it was Twitter. Uh oh no, first it may have been YouTube, suspension on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube was the um, first place. And 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 I I don't disagree with any of this because like you said, these are private platforms. They have the they have the right to choose who does what on their platform. They've got to answer to boards of directors. They've got to answer to investors. Uh YouTube is owned by Google, who's got its own headaches and problems. So all these things come into play, but it's been really great to watch only if not because of uh, just seeing it happen, but seeing Alex Jones go to Washington, D.C. and standing next to Marco Rubio and trying Dude. to argue that his First Amendment rights are being squashed when, mind you, any one of us can have the infrastructure on our own to broadcast our like if we weren't affiliated yep. with Kevin Smith if we weren't going out through YouTube or Facebook or anything else we could still cobble together whether it would only serve one person or a hundred or a thousand we could self-publish and produce and distribute this ourselves so yes. uh, unless somebody came in and took away all of our equipment and threw a gag order on us our first amendment rights aren't being squashed in any way uh, Correct. But, you know, getting kicked off of platforms, it, you're not you, the First Amendment does not guarantee you the ability to Facebook live anything you want. It doesn't give you the ability to put anything you want on YouTube. Um, it gives you the ability to speak your mind and your opinion. And that's it. What in, through whether it's uh, through uh, the press or, or self-distribution. Uh, so hearing his idiocy and, and seeing it. Although I got to admit, if you look back on some of the clips and coverage of him standing next to Marco Rubio trying to get Ugh. Rubio to comment about this, I did feel a little kind of douchey when I realized that one of the people there who could have been with Alex Jones was wearing Google Glass still. <laughs> <laughs> and I could tell he was recording That's because the, the if you know oh. what to look for in Google Glass, if you see the prism yeah. is lit up with a big bright yep. screen while somebody's constantly moving around, that's the indicator they're recording. So he may yeah. have been working so, with Jones to get footage. I, I was going to say, how 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 much of the internet did they have to scour to try and find a usable pair of Google Glass so that they could try and record the whole thing? <laughs> well... I don't want to get into the reasons why, Trent, but you know about a, an investment of five hundred dollars on eBay, and you could get it. Uh, you, you could you could you could be in in the in the know. I I no longer have a a working functioning uh, pair of Google Glass. Actually, that's not true. I do, but they're foiled. Um, not that their dastardly plan was uncovered by those meddling kids. I mean that the. Uh, the <laughs> The reflective cover on the end uh, came off, so there's nothing right, to reflect right. the image back. That and that's my last uh, pair. I don't have any more, which is why you don't really see them wearing. And and for me, Google Glass, the only thing that's beneficial is being able to be able to quickly grab a picture or a video uh, without having to take out your phone and hold up your phone. It's just like I'm capturing yeah. everything I'm looking at. And yes, I still do want another pair of Google Glass because I'm a douche. <laughs> but. But yeah, it's it's not that hard to find. Uh, but it did it did give me pause. It's just like, ugh, okay, never mind. Because it does look different when it's set on a pair of glasses frames than when it's just the the yes the very dorky looking unibrow uh, titanium band. But we're getting off yeah. the point here. Uh, right. It cracked me up seeing Alex Jones trying to do whatever he could in all because I think at the time it was about uh, Facebook and and Google and the like having to go before Congress to talk more about like election meddling or oh no 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 I think it was uh 
Congress questioning them about supposed suppression of of uh, either left or right views. I don't remember which. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's the government jerking off. The tech companies are going to win. Nice try, guys. Um, it, but it was great seeing him try to do this because, for me, he was just coming off as a big idiot every time. Uh, I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know how he is uh, broadcasting or distributing. Oh, he, yeah, he's he's still got his own website yeah. um, where the videos are posted, et, et cetera. It's it's funny though because you know what what looks like and and this and this goes into um, evolutionary psychology, right? What looks like um, tomfoolery, buffoonery, craziness to us is is for for people that are that are supporters uh only and only makes the the bond with him stronger right um oh yeah because because there is there is a there is a evolutionary psychological advantage to uh siding with your tribe independent of logic reality uh cognitive I mean, it, it essentially is creating cognitive dissonance. You're just not aware of it, right? Um, and so, yeah, that's that's the frightening part, right? Is that like, um, we, you know, we we it's it's so easy to just be like, see, see, without having to, you know, to challenge yourself into thinking like, is he right or not? You know, and, and I don't know. I think that's it's 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 a good exercise for all of us. Anytime we're like, you know, just blindly following, like, yeah, to just be like, okay, let's, you know. Is this right? Do I do I I got to make sure I'm I'm on the right side of this. It, it's funny you mention that because I myself am amazed to a certain degree about the number of people that um for lack of a better term buy in to conspiracy theories still. Like, you know, in the case of there are still people or Russian bots, I don't know which one. <laughs> um, that will go on and on about Twitter shadow banning people. And this is right. purportedly, you know, because of your particular views, uh, people aren't seeing these people's uh, messages uh, on Twitter. You know, never mind that you have to be subscribed to somebody to see their messages and, and what right. have you. And then the algorithm is is going to like, you know, things that you interact with. There's the key word, folks. Interact with is what they're going to show you more, more of than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that those are going to be the things that pop up in your feed more because you know it like it 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 still bothers me uh, to no end to know that the timeline on Twitter or the timeline wall whatever it is stream on Facebook is all dictated by an algorithm unless and, and that's even when you you try to force it to go I know uh, chronologically still doesn't, still doesn't do real time no, I know it's part of the reason why look uh, legitimately speaking uh, except for social media marketing purposes I almost never go on Facebook now Trent yeah and, and 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 for Twitter for me like it's it, there's people I will jump on and look at their feeds but I I, I truly the the second that it stopped doing a real time view I I was just they lost what it what it gave me, but uh, but yeah, and I'm with you there. Uh, but but getting back to uh, my point, I'm amazed at the number of people that still buy into conspiracy theories. But then I realized something, Trent. I realized that for the for lack of a better term, let's just say the disenfranchised few, conspiracy theories are the life's blood because it's something that gives them a common link to other people and other people's outlooks and beliefs. Um, right. 
Now, it's the reason why Breitbart News is still being able to be considered as a news source for some people, because it, it, whether your view is in the majority or the minority, it gives you something to empathize with and connect with. So uh, it, 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 it's 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 a place to find your tribe. Right. It's it's all, all back to this idea of, of tribalism. But at the same time, it's also uh, I don't know. The one thing that I think I, I am most fearful about in this modern area is how quickly uh, misinformation is be able, is able to be adopted as fact. Uh, right. It is it is it is able to be disseminated and clung to at such an incredibly rapid pace now that you know uh, something that isn't even a thing can become something ever so quickly like i myself over the the past week i think somebody uh tweeted an image and it kind of showed how three followers of ted cruz at 2 a.m in the morning all tweeted the exact same message and at first i instantly uh, retweeted it with like at jack you know still not doing uh, enough here or something yeah but then i realized wait a second i didn't even vet this image so i tried looking right. at the user profiles to see did this message really go out from them and i've been stung a few times myself um i i don't know we just kind of we've really in crossing the digital divide the way we have i think we have almost made it so that it is extremely difficult to understand what truly is fact and what isn't. It's it's so hard to, and, and mind you, fact is nothing but a personal interpretation still, depending on what you're willing to accept or not accept. Yeah, so, I mean, it's we're, what, what, what we witness is the telephone game on all the steroids. Oh my gosh, it's it's on steroids, it's on the meth, uh, several bumps of cocaine. <laughs> Speaking of several bumps of cocaine, Trent, oh, I have I been like where this is going. I I did not know that about you. I have been uh extreme yeah, look how quickly we're transitioning away from yeah. the things we don't know a lot about, but I have been <laughs> I have been in the background rewatching The Good Place, getting ready for this season oh, nice. new season, yeah. I have not truly, I think, fully appreciated this show for what it is. It is just so brilliantly written. If if you are one of the few people that has still not taken in uh, oh. The Good Place, please know that if you have a Netflix subscription, you can watch the entire first two seasons. And it's, it, it's a quick binge, folks. It is a really quick binge because it's a half-hour comedy, so that means it's 22 and a half minutes at a shot. Yeah. Uh, it is just, uh, and especially when you get all the way to where we are now, it makes it that much more of a fun rewatch. Season uh, one itself is completely redefined by the end of the first season. So, yep, yeah, you, in like, almost like a way, yeah, you can take that journey, and then you instantly want to take it again, looking for other things. Uh, and and like, <laughs> I didn't even remember. The name of the show is The Good Place, and within the first few episodes, there is a new restaurant opens called The Good Plates. And even Plates. myself, yeah. I saw the sign a few times, and it almost wasn't until Michael, uh, the character, uh, mentions, oh. oh, I get it now, that I finally, oh, like, wait a second, oh, it's The Good Place. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> and that gets ramped up to a whole new level uh, throughout the, the second season. Um, so please, I just got to encourage people, still, one of the most uh, brilliantly written and enjoyable comedies on TV today, and, and it premieres uh, the third season at the end of this month, so you can really get that in. But also... Oh, wow, that was a real stretch just trying to say the word also. That's the first time I've actually ever heard it. 
Uh, heard, heard my speech impediment through my hold, plastic trays? Hold, hold, hold the tray. Yeah, I heard the tray. That's the first time I ever heard the tray. Yeah, yeah it's like, well, oh, you are wearing a tray. I think you have the benefit of listening on the other end of a compressed line. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting made fun of. Uh, but uh, the uh, the other thing too, Trent, that I don't think we've even had the opportunity to talk about, and if we have, I apologize for not remembering, but the Venture Brothers has returned. It has. And not only has it returned, but it, it, look, I will say this about the Venture Brothers, because it's kind of the same thing with Rick and Morty. There is such a break between seasons oh. that I often forget where we were, right? Venture Brothers is worse, I, I think, compared to Rick and Morty. Exactly. And the only reason why I think we may not we may get less of that is because of the new deal with Adult Swim. I think Rick and Morty has a commitment all the way through like a hundred episodes or something. Yeah. So, you know, they have the benefit of being able to write knowing that they've got so much to do that maybe we'll be able to see a ramped up cycle. They've got a certain guarantee most shows do. Whereas Venture Brothers, uh, which for me, I think really kind of helped redefine what Adult Swim was on Cartoon Network. Uh it it yes. has it is it, it too is also one of those very brilliantly written shows and it came back uh full force. I couldn't remember where we was, but in this particular case, it didn't matter. That o the opening of this season, I think it's okay, so, so, so I haven't watched any. I'm I'm waiting, right? I've waited two years already. I can wait for these however ten episodes to come out to then sit down and just engulf it and just digest it all at once. So I, I am I am making the choice to wait on this one. I I admire you for your strength. I can't do that. I'm one of the people <laughs> I'm one of the people that has to watch uh Friday through adultswim.com in order to <laughs> mostly because I'm not staying up till midnight on Sunday to watch right, the show. To watch it. Yeah. Uh, but I also I, I can't wait. I, I gotta tell you, you got a lot to look forward to. These have been some really well written episodes, some great stories. Oh, I've no doubt. And and the uh, the story that we come back into, I kid you not, it spans the first three episodes. Trent, it's oh, it's nice. Episode one is from one perspective. Episode two is from another perspective, and episode three is the conclusion oh, of the nice. story. And uh, they pulled it off really well. The only bad thing about that is knowing that we always have a limited number of episodes. I start to get pissed off. It's like, oh my gosh, it's uh, it's kind of <laughs> same thing with Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul again has come back. Uh, really well. It's ramping up into the realm of of Jimmy McGill becoming Saul Goodman. Uh huh. But you know, like the other day, I realized, oh my God, we're already at episode six. We're almost. It, it's like it. I don't mean to sound like a glass half full kind of guy, but like we're almost through the season. <laughs> right. And that's the problem with I think. Uh, and 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 even with the Good Place, I think they only have a thirteen episode commitment. So. We keep getting these pared down seasons and we've got these long breaks in between. It's just, it's maddening that, that we got to wait. Uh, well, I guess it's not maddening. I'm about to make a self-defining statement here, but it's almost <laughs> maddening we have to wait for quality, Trent. <laughs> it, it, well, it, and Venture Brothers is, is particular because, I mean, you've got two guys making that film or that TV series essentially, right? Um, and that said, uh, I haven't seen it, but I've only heard the best of praises. Um friend of the I, I think i can safely say this friend friend of the network uh ken plume uh just put out uh a book that is kind of a companion for all the seasons prior to venture brothers um that has been on the diamond uh uh previews list at least six different times and it finally came out last month oh wow if you, 
if you can get your hands on it, I haven't seen it yet, but I've been told if you can get your hands on it and you're a Ventures Brothers fan, it will become your favorite book within seconds. And I'm not surprised because uh, Ken has a relationship with the creators. Um, yep. When we see uh, Henchman 21 living bat at his uh, parents' home, sort of the uh, personification that we see out of the uniform in some ways that office and that character were inspired by Ken Plume. Ken Plume, right, yeah, exactly. But but so you're saying this compendium, this uh, companion book, actually goes all the way up through uh, the last season that we could have seen before the current one in, in information and, and details? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and if like... If not, it's going to come darn close. Interviews with the guy, with, with Jackson Pollock and, and uh, Doc Hammer, and, and like, uh, just like inside like this is like your commentary track on everything damn well i'm gonna have to check that out that definitely yeah if you can find it, it it was it was frustrating because I, I remember seeing it multiple times when i was running the shop and it just barely came out <laughs> wow like, that, like, thing, that thing really like, was on the diamond list for a while no really like like it would come up and they'd be like oh uh discon like it's sorry that that that's been canceled it's not coming out oh sorry that's been canceled it's not coming out like multiple times well, the, the good news is then, of course, uh, quality once again proving itself, it's worth the wait. Now, Trent, uh, hopefully we're about to talk about quality, but, you know, I just, I, I can't guarantee it. Uh, but I think it's that time, uh, right before we wrap up, to uh, kind of get into uh, get into my loot crate from last oh, month. Because yeah, I've broken the seal because uh, much like when... Um, Will Ferrell opens a pop tart in the movie Elf. Uh, it's already pre-opened, so that we're not struggling with it. If you've right, ever, yeah, there's no way you can quickly open a pop tart package. No, and, without scissors. And this, uh, much in the same way. Now I'm going to try and do some internet trickery here. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to quickly try and adjust the image so that way we can uh, do two in one, if you will. Okay. Sure. Okay. So let me see if I can do. Never mind. I should have done this in advance. Um, I wish I had, but I didn't. Uh, so let me see. I'm going to, there is me. Now let me shrink me down. So now we can actually see both, Trent. We can see me mm. showing the items and we can show your reactions. Cause this is, this is my kind of unboxing. You know, it's it, not yeah. so much about my reaction. I want to see about the guy on the other end of the line who, okay. who may or may not really give two craps about this. Sure. Well, we'll see. And if you want to, if you do like what you see here, and you want to get a subscription to Loot Crate, go to NetheadsOnAir.com. Click the Loot Crate logo. It's just that easy. You can sign up. Uh, you get ten percent off of your first crate or some kind of discount, uh, and, and you can enjoy it. And I don't even know what the theme is, Trent, but already, just like my uh, my mystery box from uh, from Comic Con, I see some Rick and Morty material. Ooh. What do we have here? It is a Rick and Morty Morty Monster Mayhem figurine. Now she blows, oh, my friend. Yeah, that's uh, already. I mean, I I know we're getting the minutia. Who's 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 the fabricator on it? Who made it? Uh, they, it, it's made by somebody, Trent. Uh, it's okay, made that's... by. Uh, it just says Adult Swim. That's the okay. licensing. Okay. I don't know if that's it's fine. a Q fig. I don't know. You know, I bet we you don't need. Yeah. We need to get into it, but it... Well, you know what, though? I mean, like, you oh, know... Oh, let's, 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 let's do get into it. Yeah, let's bust the seal on this Oh, I just boy. want to see what's in that box, Will. Let's show me your box. Let's see if it has any kind of indicator here. There's the monster. Oh, yes. 
Oh, is it coming through the wall? It's coming through the portal. Yeah, see, look at oh, that. Oh, that is badass. Yeah, I don't see any licensing info, but it looks good. That's all that counts. Uh, as always with Loot Crate, you also get a t-shirt. This particular t-shirt is... Ooh, I think it's inspired by Office Space. PC load letter. It looks like a skull and crossbones here. Nice. Yeah, that's a, an Office Space inspired tee. By the way, uh, I definitely got to tell the people at Loot Crate, maybe I can't have a subscription anymore because I got too many t-shirts. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm digging the, the, the Archer shirt you're wearing. Thank you. Yeah, the uh, this is from 2016, Archer for President. Uh, oh, look at this. It's a little uh, notepad for taking your personal notes with uh, Harley Quinn on the cover. Ooh. What kind of, what is the theme? Oh, you know, the nice thing is they do tell you what the theme is. Uh, here is the uh, the loot pin of the month. Um, unboxing videos are so 2014, I know, but, you know, whatever. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog is, I uh, love, is featured I've... on the pin. Oh, so this is probably an animated series mm, is we'll the see. theme, right? Well, it could be. We Well, no, Office Space wouldn't. Oh uh, yeah, shite. And that's uh, that's what's. Oh, and then the other thing too, uh, you know, for when you do get your new cell phone, Trent, uh, it's a Justice League, Batman, bat symbol pop socket. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen the. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm the only yeah. human being that doesn't have this on their phone. Yeah. See, you can kind of look it, here. I'm like, it's the backwards live long and prosper because I'm looking yeah. at my phone, kind of thing. Yeah. I have yeah, something. Yeah. I have something similar on mine. It's not or, a pop or, socket. Or you know, if you want to pretend like you're a ninja turtle. That's a good. That's a better example. I was gonna almost say the shocker. So uh, you know. Well, that's you, that's this one. Boy. Yeah. And but well, you gotta have that space. Well, I mean, I could. I, I could. You know. Anyway, uh, I I have an elastic band on mine, so that way ah, then I can like if I suddenly sure. need to carry something, I've done yeah, this like maybe yeah, once yeah. in my life, but anyway, yeah, nobody cares or if you about have, that. Like a carabiner, you want to like snap it onto. Oh, here we go. The theme was uh, for August was mayhem. Life gets messy sometimes, especially if you're making a mess. Well, no. Oh. Some of oh, your favorite courage. characters and iconic it's moments. All courage had to do with have know, something in just, common. Mm. So there it is. There you go. So, uh, so that was what is uh, was in Loot Crate uh, last month, and uh, you want to make sure if you want to get in on the loot, as it were, show me the loot, show me the loot. Uh, you want to do that by the nineteenth of the month, because that is it. That's the last call for crates for that month. Get signed up by oh, okay. the nineteenth. Good to uh, know. Go to netheadsonair.com, click the Loot Crate logo, get yourself subscribed, get yourself some cool stuff. I'm at the point now, Trent. Where I need to, uh, there's a section of fence I need to replace, and I'm eyeballing those 10-inch uh, or 8-inch redwood beams so that I can mm. replane them and turn them into floating shelves behind me because I got so many of these damn knickknacks now. Yeah. I, got, I mean, I got them all over my desk. Look here, I got Rick. I got this, uh, uh, what is it, you know, like a Peace Amongst Worlds Rick. I've got a, a Dark Elf for World of Warcraft who I had to crazy glue on there because she never stood on the stand. I've even got a little bobblehead of uh, a falcon. I mean, this. Oh, I've, nice! My favorite one, of course, is the uh, is the dragon holding the twenty sided die, and that is a real twenty sided ah. die that comes out. But I got these things everywhere. I need more shelves behind me. We're gonna have to get rid of some of this and put some other stuff up there, just well, so I can have all my nifty collectibles. As 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 John Hodgman said, and I believe coming from Jonathan Roderick, the different bet difference between a hoarder and a collector is a display case. Exactly, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to replane them shelves and do some nice floating ones, which is really easy to do, but uh, nobody wants to hear about this old house kind of crap from me. Remember, netheadsonair.com, uh, click the Loot Crate uh, logo, get yourself a discount, get yourself some cool stuff. Loot Crate, it's, it's cool. 
Is that is that a good commercial tagline? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is that, is that is that the new tagline? No, like, it's just something I came up with oh, right now. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> there we go. Let me it's, get me. It's here. a cool crate for cool cats. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. I, oh no, I cut away from you. I should have. Do it again, and that way you can do oh, like the it, do the it, do the a, Mentos pause yeah, at the yeah. end. It's a cool crate for cool cats. <sighs> And now we have a thumbnail. Wonderful. There Thank you, you so much. <laughs> there you go. Well, Trent, you know, we've been going for a while. I think it's time to wrap this bad boy up. I want to thank everybody uh, that uh, did participate live. Those of you enjoying it after the fact, thank you as well. Uh, we always uh, – <laughs> Steve Erdley on uh, Facebook said, that's not a Ninja Turtle hand, Trent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Watch that's out there, I my buddy. <laughs> Wonder why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I see the office behind you, and I, I, I have a few clues, but then again... No, don't mind. Don't pay attention back here. Dude, I got superheroes coming through my uh, wall, and, uh, and you know, I'm I, I, it's also a professional backdrop during the week, so... Anyway, I <laughs> uh, want to thank everybody for uh, joining us. Really appreciate it. I uh, want to remind you, we got more shows coming up. It's going to be Trent. We're going to be talking to Odin Abbott from Odin Makes. Uh, if you haven't seen him on YouTube, be sure to check that out. Because he does a lot of uh, quick, practical, low-cost ways to make movie replicas. Like, I, I really want him to make me an Infinity Gauntlet. So that way I can get rid of this cheap uh, knockoff one that doesn't articulate at all. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't fit my hand. But that's, this, too, will go on the shelves behind me. Because, you know, you just you, it's not a full collection unless you got an Infinity Gauntlet, right? It's true. It's true. And I gotta have a place to put my uh, my my uh, Time Lord Messenger box. Yes, that one's from the Corsair. You can tell because of the. Um, yeah. Here. See what I what I want, Will, is I want your your Infinity Gauntlet to be having a, a the One Ring to rule them all. Oh. Um. With a with a dual dual wielding in the same hand a uh uh, uh magic screwdriver. And a uh, and a lightsaber out, so it's just like this. So it is, it is like the gauntlet of I'm gonna you up. Is oh, what they're, it is. They're very good. I'll take that. I, I like your approach. By the way, they uh, one of the things that did happen uh, since you and I last talked. I think it's like October twelfth or twenty seventh. Uh, Doctor Who is moving from Saturday to Sunday, uh, and we do have a premiere date. New season's only going to have ten episodes, um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And will this be with the new Doctor? Yes, this will. The new Doctor played by uh, Jodie Whittaker. So the Doctor is now a female, which I jokingly... Get over it. Well, I jokingly thought to myself, Trent, um, that, uh, okay, well, so they're only going to have 10 episodes this season. But then I realized uh, what people will say is, well, you know, a woman can get more done with less, right? So true. Yeah, see, I'm I'm, I'm one of them clever ones. Uh, Anyway, uh, anything you wanted to plug before we go, sir? Uh, Did you want to plug the newsletter that still has to (laughs) come Uh, no, no, not yet. Uh, oh, I do. I do want to plug. Uh, we, we've had some regular, uh, updates on the Smodco news. So, uh, check out Smodco news. We're trying to get uh, new uh, pieces out once a week. Speaking of which, I discovered something interesting while I was tooling around in the backbones of Squarespace. Uh, so mm. I, I will be, and, and we'll see what happens, but I will be applying for an Apple News ID so that our news section uh, can be published oh, cool. as Apple News Stories. As ap- as an Apple News Story, so it'll come into your feed if you're following it. Nice. Exactly. Nice. So so soon, my friend, uh, of the one place you never expected to be, we may see your name within the Apple News area. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and and folks, if 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 you've got an idea that that you think is smod newsworthy, just uh, tweet at me at a part of him. Yep, that's all you have to do because uh, uh, Trent is is at the time right now. He is our he's the in house writer for uh, for Smodco News. It's it's all him. You well, know? I'm in Utah writer. No, no, I'm in. What what did yeah, I no, say? I, I, in house, which you're oh. right, but I'm I'm in Utah. It was just you know fun. It's I'm just I'm making fun words out of other words. It's fun. It's not your fault. I'm an idiot. Don't you don't have to apologize. <laughs> I got what you were saying. You're in a house in Utah. Okay, I'm yeah. with you. I'm just dense. Yeah. I'm dumb. I'm no, sorry, no, man. No, stop it. No, you're not. You're beautiful. Thank you. And stop antagonizing me by saying magic screwdriver or whatever it is you said. But it is. <laughs> It's a Magic it's a it's a MacGuffin uh, in a way. It's it's an, the sonic screwdriver is nothing but a. Have you seen the new one, by the way? This is Jody Whittaker's uh, one, and oh, here let me go to the uh, the split screen again, so that way uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, you'll get a kick out of this, especially uh, having been inside of the uh, what are those things called? Um, Hold on, work with me here. It, uh, like, the Dildonic like, Institute? No, no, no. <laughs> Look, I I said this on Dr. Squeeze uh, Gallifrey Stands podcast, and I'm going to say it here too. <sighs> if this is what your phallus looks like, you got issues. God damn it. Um, God damn it. No, I was just going to say, like, uh, the convenience stores and the gas stations, you will appreciate that it has a uh, it has some type of crystal oh, at the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it does rotate. <laughs> so... Damn it! Yeah, it does move. Uh, it, it's interesting. <sighs> I haven't seen a single frame of the show, but needless to say, I have this. Oh, I mean, it does still. I, it makes the same noise though. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And then it makes this little oh. chirpy noise. Oh, I don't know what that is. That's frightening. It's it's the uh, it's the healing power of crystals rotating. <laughs> oh, I can only I can only hope that it's it'll. Uh, it, it also has a pouch for my essential oils I can rub on my feet when I'm sick. Thank you. I, exactly. <laughs> what What is the name of that stuff? The uh, the major brand that uh, people, uh, 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 all the housewives Do, Do, push? doTERRA? No, no. That's another one I'm thinking of, but I can't remember what the name of it is. Um, hold on. I could... Uh, not every... No, 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 no. Uh, Young Living. There we go. Young ah, Living yes. Essential Oils. <laughs> Uh, healing crystals and essential oils. That's what the whole new Doctor Who. I think uh, I mentioned this on Squeeze podcast, but it's really kind of interesting that it, it has wood grain to it, but it, it has a, and this was fun to talk about with the new trays first in my mouth, but it has a, a certain look as though it has been somewhat smelted, if you will. Sure. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like wood yeah. cast in metal for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Preservation. Not, not, so it's, 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 you know, got some wood grain in it. It's not, it's not unlike a, a, a Cadillac, right? You know, it's. It's sleek, yet stylish. You know, I kind of like this. I'm thinking maybe I should switch it to where our camera angles always include the other person in the shot so that when I'm talking, we can still see you, and when you're talking, you can still see me. And that yeah. way people will also know one of us has to go off camera when suddenly that angle's when, not around. When, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, when we're like, whoa, what? What happened? Why is, why is Trent just speaking? Yeah, when, when, when you're making a very salient point and I come back clueless because I've been off trying to find the loot crate box. <laughs> <laughs> which often happens uh yes. anyway uh once again thank you very much uh, very much to everyone uh for taking part in the program we always enjoy it. don't forget you can uh, follow the show netheads uh on air via uh twitter no wait what is it on twitter is it netheads on air 
Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, it is. There we go. Uh, and as it always tells you, uh, I am at NetheadWW on Twitter. Trent is a part of him, uh, and you can find out everything about the show, NetheadsOnAir.com, including the link over to our Patreon, because um, exclusive events may occur there. May. I say may on that one. Uh, but you definitely do get commercial-free access to the podcast uh, right away through Patreon, and it's early access, too. So, like, for example, this is going to probably not drop until Monday or Tuesday, but it'll probably be available later today uh, via that. Uh, and then you say, but Will, the video is on Facebook and it's on YouTube. Well, not not shortly after this, my friends. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be, I'll be turning it off and then turning it on again. Turn it off and it's on again. Got to be treated exactly. We gotta. We have to. We have to put it through a brining process. Very careful brining process. I think. Is. Yeah. Oh no! Wait. That's that's you and I. We get brined, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, it depends on if 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 you've got like a a uh, cast iron pot or not. I do have no, a cast thinking, iron. Skillet. I'm thinking. I'm thinking brazing. Never mind. That's eh, one or the other. Uh, by the way, I have. Uh, We've talked about the uh, pressure cooking. Man, I'm finding new and fun uses for an instant pot lately. Uh, so if you want to hear about that, nobody does. I'm moving on. Uh, until <laughs> next time, folks, my name is Will. I'm Trent. And we'll be back. Soon. I hope so. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. <gasps> I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. Netheads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. I wonder if people are coming to rely now on me cutting to you dancing on the videos every time when that <laughs> did, you, did you did you cut again? I, I just I it, I love it. That is that is my ringtone, by the way, and everyone at work loves it. Really, that that yeah. excites me. Uh, and and every, other people are probably hearing this, going, "Wow, how can I get that as a ringtone?" Yeah. Well, thanks for outing me, Trent. Appreciate that. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I just recorded it. <laughs> On on I plugged I when it came on the radio I hit I hit play record on my tape cassette because I was ready because I thought they were gonna play some Hootie and the Blowfish you know and instead you got the uh, well you got this. <laughs>